Hello and welcome back to the Up Next Podcast. We are your hosts, Ethan and Chase, and today we're going to be talking about a couple of topics. Mostly yours, One mostly of, yours. Yes, mostly mine. Um, the most major of these topics are the internship that I had over we, the summer. We briefly oh, touched on it last episode. We did. Uh, my my Asia adventures. Yeah, the Asian adventures of Ethan. Yeah. And the second topic is loneliness, which I think both you and I have experienced in our lives. I think everyone our, has, to be perfectly I honest. I think everyone has, so I think it's a good topic to talk about, because mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's lonely at some point. Mm-hmm. Some more than others, and by some, I mean me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Alright, uh, here we go. Right, uh, and then at the was? very end, oh, we want to talk about do we the have podcast. Any, yeah, do we have any reviews on iTunes that I, should re- that I have to read aloud? Let's check. Uh, let's check it out. Uh, I don't see anything. Oh, that's a shame. It's <laughs> a shame because like now I can't read. It. Oh, sh- I'm playing the fuck. Pod- I'm yeah, an idiot. Yeah, good job. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Hello and Three welcome ratings. to the up next podcast. Still rated five stars on iTunes though, so doing pretty good for ourselves. Doing pretty good. Anyways, let's talk about my internship. Um, over the summer I spent a solid two months in Hong Kong mostly, uh-huh. then in Taiwan and in Japan. Mm-hmm. Now, this company my uncle made in. He, uh, he went to, what's that really good one? Carnegie Mel- Carnegie Mellon, right? Oh, really? That's he, okay. Yeah, that's... he went to Carnegie Mellon, and that school's expensive as fuck, mm-hmm. and it's always been expensive as hell, right? So he went there, and then I think he started a company with his friend, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's the CEO of his own company, which is what I strive to become. That's so and great. That's like software honestly. development. It's the the okay. So the software itself is really boring. What What do it's, you mean? <laughs> Okay, so the software connects uh, retailers and suppliers. Okay. Well, that's very so important. Suppliers create... Yeah, it's very important. It's still super boring, though. It's oh, like yeah. mind-numbing. So mm-hmm. suppliers create products. They put them up on the software, right? On the, And then mar- uh, retailers can just go demand a certain thing. It's kind of like Alibaba, mm-hmm. but not... <laughs> That gives me. Is it because you're Aladdin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw that one coming. <laughs> okay, go on. Anyways, that's the gist of the whole soft, the main software that this company sells, mm-hmm. right? And they're developing something new, like a simplified version of it. So, mm-hmm. And this isn't just ex- uh, exclusive to well-known suppliers and well-known retailers. It's ex- it's uh, available to anybody. Mm. But I don't want to bore anyone with the details of this software. Anyways, my main job there was. Uh, bug fixing mm-hmm. and well, software testing and bug fixing. So how I'd actually have to find the bugs first. How do you debug? I, well, I didn't really have a major role in that. I was kind of there learning, and they and if there was something small, they'd give me it, give me the assignment of like thinking of ways to fix it. And if I had a good if I had a good idea, then you know they'd pay for my lunch. Hmm. So okay. <laughs> honestly, that's not too bad. So so no, you you weren't personally fixing these glitches. Some right. of the solutions I, I was I was, but of course since I'm not very experienced, it took me a lot longer to think of the solutions, mm-hmm. as opposed to these guys who have literally been doing this in their entire lives and studied it, right? Mm-hmm. But I still took pride in you know even even getting to that solution. Logic, I can tell you that logic errors are so much harder to deal with, in programming it's it's such a such a hassle to fix those small little inconsistencies mm-hmm. and yeah it, t- it takes okay. me quite a while so i don't mean to bore anyone any listeners <laughs> out there so here's, i'm gonna tell you guys the, <laughs> the story opposite. of a 16 year old no i was 15 i was fi- a 15 year old uh-huh. traveling asia with his cousin and his uncle who's kind of distant from him actually yeah, yeah when are you Who driving I'm, s- I'm sorry to interrupt but when are you driving uh october of next year but anyways yeah me and this uncle aren't very close right it's it's because he and my dad aren't that close actually mm. but whatever you know he still took me along and uh i learned a lot so let's i'm gonna talk about the multiple stories that came about when uh during this internship so this right. is the first time i've ever worked in an office right and this is the mm. first time I've ever... And there's a lot of independence in this little two-month trip. Like, I would... I was, gi- I was giving, like, some, some spending money and stuff like that for uh-huh. two months. 
I was pretty much living alone. Man, that was... Did you find it, like, freeing, or did you find it more, like... It was definitely eye-opening, and it's definitely something that I really want to do again. And I'm, it's, it's, it just made me so optimistic about the future, and it made me... Mm. I'm just looking so forward to it, because I just want a job in this field, and I want so to live like that again. Do you want to be, when you um, but, go into the business store, do you want to be an employee or an employer? Well, ideally, I want to be an employer, you know? Everyone does. Right. But you have to start out as an employee. You can't just start out as an employer. Not necessarily. Unless you're starting your own little thing and, yeah. you know. But anyways, uh, this is the first time I ever walked in an office. Mm-hmm. And it was... It was weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, these are full-fledged adults working on, working on their own thing, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's, like, the marketing team or the, the development team. It's so cool to, like, even hear about, like, all the gears turning, working together. It it really is. You look around, and everyone's doing their own thing, making the thing work, you know? Everyone's working towards the same goal, which is to sell this or... (laughs) You're making me giddy. (laughs) Like, you're fucking weird. No, I mean, like, I want to... I I understand. I understand, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, this... This is... This is... I'm a 15-year-old working with these adults who are much more knowledgeable in this than me. Right. And I'm kind of just sitting there on, like, this old laptop, this old ThinkPad, right? Uh-huh. I hate that laptop, by the way. And, um... Yeah, the ThinkPad suck. Sitting at this desk, and... Everything is just so corporate, and I don't really know anybody, and... Yeah, I can speak the language very fluently, but that doesn't mean that I'm gonna go up to these adults and just to act like I'm one of them, you know? So, <laughs> it was, uh... It was bad. That was the only bad aspect of the entire like, experience. Like hanging out by the, the water cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how's the wife, Joe? <laughs> how's, how you see those riots outside? <laughs> so the Super Bowl, huh? The, <laughs> yeah, because they watch folk, fucking American football yeah. in Hong Kong. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this was during the time of the the, the riots, right? Right. And what, um, yeah, I thought it was before. Like just it was like. Oh, it was during. Okay. It was. It was actually just during, and that comes into play later in uh, one of these stories. So, anyways, it was kind of hectic, and it, it's kind of da- it's it was uh, it wasn't as dangerous as it is today, but mm-hmm. it was definitely dangerous because if you said anything, they'd arrest you. Like they were arresting kids. It's so, awful. It is. It really is. Um. So, I'm gonna talk about some office anxiety that I got, and this is one of the stupidest things that. Okay, looking on back, looking back on it, this is this is dumb. This is really dumb. Office but anyways, I went out for lunch, right? And I had like an hour break for lunch, right? The yeah. hours were eight to six, eight as to opposed six. to like, yeah, eight to six. That's not terrible. Eh, it's not American hours are nine to five. I mean, yeah, like a nine to five would probably be more ideal, but. Good getting... an hour lunch break, and yeah. I go uh, I go to um. Go to the mall, right? And there's there's a big food court there. I get something, you know. I finish eating, and I'm still a bit hungry, right? Mm-hmm. But I got like ten minutes to uh, to get back to the office, right? So I go to the KFC. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I'll take a sandwich, you know? Like this sandwich <laughs> okay. got me so worried, right? So anyways, I take the sandwich, and <laughs> I got five minutes left to go back to the office. I really hope that no one notices that I'm late because that's never really happened. I haven't seen anyone be like in trouble because they've been late because uh, it was very casual everyone knew each other they were very understanding mm-hmm. but i just didn't understand i didn't know that yeah I, mean, I'm stupid. I, I don't think it, it was it's like classroom ro- rules where you get yeah, yeah, five yeah, minutes yeah. late which i'm very used to because i was 15 right well not, not i'm much older I'm, well, I'm literally 16 now but yeah. anyways I i'm was like 15. running back yeah, to I'm the 15. office right? you do realize i'm still 15 <laughs> i know i know i know <laughs> talk about it like you're a toddler <laughs> i'm like sprinting back to the office and i get lost because this is a part of hong kong that i've never been to before right right I like and i'm I'm, tr- I'm walking around alone i have to figure everything out I have to read i have to uh, look at google maps and stuff like that so i'm sprinting back to the office i get lost right i'm like 15 minutes late I get back, sit at my desk, and I realize, like, everyone's already settled in. They're back to work. It's super efficient, right? Uh-huh. This is where the anxiety kicked in because, like, I'm still super hungry. Like, and I don't want to pull out this sandwich and just start eating, you know? Because there's someone that sits next to me. And I don't want him to think that, wow, what the fuck is this kid doing? He thinks that he can do whatever he wants just because he's 
related to the, the boss, you know. And I don't want anyone to think that. So I hide the sandwich into this uh, this filing cabinet. Just, like, eating a sandwich from your pocket just occasionally. No, 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 no. Chewing from a really filing slowly. cabinet. Oh my god, that's cabinet. even worse. I hide it in a filing cabinet. <laughs> that's even worse. What the hell, man? Like I literally like, you know how Moses separated the Red Sea or the Red Sea? I did that with these with all these folders and put my sandwich in the middle. Wait, I just realized you you ran, got lost, yes. and then made it back 15 minutes late, yes. all while holding a KFC sandwich. Yes. Like, <laughs> this thing was, meant the world to me at the moment. I was so hungry. Anyways. So I hide all- it in the filing cabinet in between two folders or like oh, two stacks of folders. I feel like I feel so smart. Anyways, I'm typing on my computer, looking for bugs, right? And then I get, I get hungry. So like I open up the filing cabinet just a little bit. Right, grab the sandwich, take a bite, put it back, like, really fast. <laughs> and I slam it shut. You probably and look then, even more weird doing that I know. than you would. <laughs> and then I'm, t- I'm slowly chewing the sandwich, and the lady next to me is, like, is like looking at me very weirdly. I'm, like, I'm just I'm just fixing some bugs, right? I don't know what she was doing. I don't remember, but I think she was marketing or whatever. And I really, I do yeah. really not want her to think of me as, like, a weirdo. But just eat the fucking but, <laughs> sandwich, man. But, you know, I probably... <laughs> Hiding the sandwich in my filing cabinet, taking small bites out of it at like five minute intervals. That probably seemed a lot weirder than just eating the sandwich. <laughs> it's just like, a, like, I mean, what's what, it, what would your excuse so really be, though? Oh, I'm looking for a folder. No, I'm saying like, what would your excuse be if someone's like, why are you eating in after, right after lunch break? In actuality, I probably could have just said, I'm I hungry. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, no one's gonna be like, yo, you're eating, dude. Oh, I see. I I didn't think about that. (laughs) I never once thought about that. Imagine going up. Imagine like, like it's right after lunch break, right? You sit down, and that girl right next to you just starts eating like a tuna sandwich. You wouldn't even go up to her and just be like, yo, you should be ashamed (laughs) of yourself. (laughs) Yo. What are you doing, fool? Like, I thought I was secure until, like, I was, like, halfway through the sandwich. Someone was walking (laughs) by me. Someone was walking by my desk. They came back and, like, uh, they said, oh, have you seen this folder? It's the folder, like, next to my sandwich. I'm like, nope, haven't seen that around. And that's, like, my heart's, like, pumping, right? I'm just like, I have not seen that folder. And... She's like, are you sure? Because I left it here before. I put it in the filing cabinet. And I just put my hand on the filing cabinet. I was like, nope, not here. Right? Because sw- if she sees, like, this half-eaten chicken sandwich in the filing cabinet, like that's going to be the most embarrassing thing in the world. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't office anxiety. This is office idiocy. Okay, but it gave me anxiety, so therefore... <laughs> No. <laughs> I cl- this is the chicken sandwich crisis, okay? It's like jumping off a bridge and saying, like, <laughs> suicidal anxiety. It's like, no. It's, no, 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 no. It's very, this is the very chicken different. sandwich crisis. <laughs> Office Anyways. crisis. Anyways, um, the lady next to me goes on break. And I, I, I'm like scouting it out, you know, you know like the, you, you know, you have, you have a cubicle, right? Yeah, like, yes, I know. Yeah, yes, I understand. And you know how hippos like rise up above the water and like you can only see their eyes? <laughs> That's what I'm doing above this cubicle, looking to see if anyone would watch me eat the sandwich. <laughs> so anyways, I just, I just devour that thing. That little half, it's out, okay? I like, holy crap, there's so many, there were a lot of papers in the trash bin uh, under my desk. I ripped up all the papers, hide all the evidence. There was no sandwich. So that was wait, wait, later that day. Your, your uncle comes up to you. And he's like, "Hey, I found, I found this. this in the trash. <laughs> What's this? A KFC bag? You're fired. I'm taking you home. <laughs> You're done. You're done. I'm sending you back to America ASAP. No, wait, please. No, please. I need this job. <laughs> Anyways, nope, nope. That's it. KFC. <laughs> that so this entire time, crisis. I think I told the story about how I broke been the alone, washing essentially. machine. You were, or rather, by yourself. Yes. So, um... So you were in the the city. Right. Completely alone. Yeah. It was great. That's Uh, mind-boggling. Like, I'm not even allowed to leave my house. (laughs) Like, I'm not on my own property. If I I said, hey, I'm gonna go into the backyard, I'd get beat. Like, I... (laughs) (laughs) Not not actually. Not actually. Um, But, 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 (laughs) like, I'm not even... 
really allowed in my own backyard. Uh, here is, let's talk about, I'm going to talk about, the to- okay, so I said before that this internship took place during the riots in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and they were very violent, right? Yeah. So, I was, it was like 6 o'clock, I'm going back to, I'm going back to the apartment, I'm feeling good, I found like two bugs that day. This was not the day of the chicken sandwich. If this was the day of the chicken sandwich, I probably would just fell asleep because of like the stress-inducing sandwich. <laughs> I would have fell asleep on the train. It was over. <laughs> I would have been knocked out. But this was not. I found like a couple bugs, right? And I don't know if you know about this, but there were like, you know, you know, like the mob in in America. Yes. In in uh, in China, they have like the triads, right? Right. I know. Right. And uh, one of the one of those days, they raided a train. And it happened to be the train I was on. And they just what? beat random civilians. Why now, were you in there, man? Why were you... I was just trying to go home, man. I was just trying to go home. <laughs> After that day, I didn't go back on the train, though. I took the bus. Now, the bus <laughs> takes a lot longer. Then they uh, then they raided the bus. <laughs> no, they didn't raid the bus. No, no, no. Too many buses. Anyways. <laughs> Too many buses to raid. Anyways, it. uh, it's, it's at a stop, right? And this isn't my stop out from my apartment. Anyways, these guys just start raiding the fucking train, right? I'm hiding behind my fucking backpack because these guys have, like, bats and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And they just start beating, like, these old people, you know? It's terrible. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyways. I cut out there, but I was also thinking. Uh, yeah, they beat up these random civilians, right? They start beating these random civilians, and I was lucky enough not get, to get hurt. But mm-hmm. in the aftermath, like, the police weren't there, though, you know? So many people, like, theorize that it was, like, the government because they wanted to suppress these riots, right? And it was really bad, and I just witnessed so many people get hurt, and that was, like, really traumatizing, actually. Mm. But, uh, Honestly, it's gotta be... That was terrible. Just so I just walked awful. home. Walked home and just... I don't know why don't you know. Feel, it was like, a really scary walk home. I would man. genuinely not feel safe even like disclosing that to anybody. Just what do like, you mean, like, cause like if there's government people. Okay, but, Hong like, Kong, I love you. You're like you're always gonna yeah. Be <laughs> if my there's like home. <laughs> if there's conspiracy to um, for the government to literally beat their own civilians, and you're talking about this in a. I mean the riots are over now, right? right? I mean Donald Trump, protect me, please. Like, I bet just don't go to Hong Kong. I mean, you've got the coronavirus. Anymore. I'll never come back. <laughs> never come back, dude. Um, anyways, that was really scary. Um, I was walking back. I was walking home that day. I was like, I was so aware. I was like, okay, where the fuck are these gang members who are gonna beat me any second now? <sighs> anyways, um, I was like that for a couple. Thank God that was a Friday because I kind of just like made myself a hermit that weekend. <laughs> I just did not go outside. What? I got, what's, I got, what's what's new? I got delivered. <laughs> like no, different. no, it was great because I was just adventuring the city alone most right. of the time there. But this was this was near the end of my trip. It's gotta be dangerous, bro. I mean, Dude, no, it, was, it was so there, dangerous. There, I feel like there's a difference between being independent and being alone. Like, even though you'd feel independent and free there, I still mm-hmm. think it's dangerous to be like straight up alone in the middle of a street mm-hmm. that you yeah. don't know. Well, I'm familiar with myself with this this part. Like, fami- so familiar, times. but you never know what could happen. Like, I wouldn't want to mm-hmm. be in the middle yeah, of the you're street right. anyway. you're right. Especially alone. You know? Especially alone. Yeah. But, um... Unless it's, was... like... Even if it's... I was gonna say, if it's, like, really dead, that could be bad because then, like, no one's... There's no witnesses. But if it's super crowded, <laughs> that could be even worse. Because, like, you can just get, like, pickpocketed. Yeah, pretty yeah. easily. Lucky enough, although I was like really secure by myself. I was my I was wearing my backpack in front of me, like both hands on it, and like an X formation, like on so, the train especially, like just. So so basically, you looked like a loser. Yes. Yes. Cool. Because like so. I had I had important stuff in there. I had like I had my personal laptop in there for my own personal projects for breaks and stuff. I had the work laptop on there with um a bunch of files from work. There there was a lot of stuff in there, right? Mm, I had to guard yeah. that shit. Had that shit unlocked. Did you have a? Did you have a like something to defend yourself? No. Well, I think there's your problem. I mean, if I was if I was actually gonna go to Hong Kong and I was gonna get an internship and I was gonna have to walk and I was gonna have to be by myself, I'd I bring definitely should have thought about that. Something. I'd probably like, bring again. I didn't. Smith and th- I didn't think the riots were really right. that bad, especially to normal civilians until like that train raid. You know. 
Hmm. Well, what are you gonna do? So this this summer, are you gonna do an, another internship? I have no idea what I'm doing this summer. I might just take a break because I've been working every summer for the last three years. Oh really? Because yeah. you know I don't work. Because I, right. I always I always thought that I can mm-hmm. spend my time working on my passions mm-hmm. during the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Although they usually don't get done, but at least I can work on them and say that I feel accomplished because mm-hmm. for me, I, th- I, I didn't really feel like work experience was something that I needed until now. And mm-hmm. like a little bit last year, but last year, you know, there was stuff. But now I was going to say, like, if you're not doing anything in um, the summer, we could probably both find some internship together or... Uh, oh, actually... You know, we'll, we'll discuss this after the podcast. I don't want to sure. afford anyone with that. Well, I think it's interesting. But those were two major events that happened for my internship. Again, that that thing I experienced on the train was really, really fucked me up for a bit, really. Mm. Um, just how people could do that to other civilians, random civilians that aren't even involved in the riots at right. the time. I think we can all agree that it's just terrible, and there's really nothing else to say about that. Cause it really it's fucked just, me it's, up. Yeah. It's it's weird that you're in it like first person seeing that you know you said you said um, yesterday that like everybody is a part of history in some way mm-hmm. and I guess that's like your way of being a part of history. Watching innocent people get beat up, I'm gonna, yes. I guess so. Riots. Yeah, man. I mean, like I yeah. s- uh, in the distance, like on the other car of the train, like I saw this old man just being shoved around. And, like, I couldn't even get over there to help him because I'm pretty sure if I just stood up, the, like, these guys would just beat the shit out of me. I don't think I've ever actually told anyone about this story, but... There you go. I don't know, man. That was, that was crazy. Like, sometimes I still think about it and wonder if I should have done something for that old man because he was just laying on the ground. But, like, logically, it was it was just well, way too dangerous. Yeah. No, I I, I respect uh, what you did. Still lucky it. enough not to get hurt, but... yeah. I mean, I don't think... Were there any... There weren't any casualties. There weren't any casualties, but people were definitely, like... People were bleeding. There was a lot of blood. It was terrible, you know? Yeah. Um... That'd be bad. I... Well, besides the riot, mm-hmm. um, I've never really done anything like that where I've been, like, completely independent. The well, this was the first time I've ever done anything like this, either. You went to the seventh grade field trip, right? No. Wait, no, I did, I did, I did. You didn't go to the 8th grade field right. trip. Right. right. Okay, so this, both of those were, like, the furthest I've don't been you, Didn't you guys like, go to, like, Philadelphia and stuff? You guys yeah. were... Oh, wait, so is that, like, yeah, is yeah, you trying to relate that to the sense of independence that I've been telling about? Yeah, so I'm trying to relate it, yeah. If that's the only experience you got, then that's fine, too, man. You'll, eventually, you'll experience this stuff, especially in college. I feel like I've just been more mentally College prepared. College is literally the epitome of it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I mean, well, it, isn't it's literally what it's for. Is it um, being an adult the culmination of everything? Yeah, but... You, I wanted to touch on this um, a, a, a couple minutes ago. But I feel like we're already adults. Okay, explain. Mentally, most... There, there are... Some high school students that you can consider adults, based no, on the their mental. Ones is what you're saying. Yes, I think adulthood doesn't really match your age, but rather matches your mental, men, uh, mental, your mental wiseness. Wiseness. <laughs> I, t- I took a I took a mental your maturity. Age. I took a mental age test, <laughs> and uh, I remember watching a video on. Uh, a YouTuber named Markiplier, uh, he okay. took it. He took it as well. Mm-hmm. And he got the mental age of seven. Mm-hmm. He's a very immature person, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. And uh, anybody who watches him, you'll know that, yeah, he's a, he's a goofy kind of guy. I got a mental age of 40. Okay. It's funny, because people often refer to me as a fucking 40-year-old. Yeah, isn't it funny how, like, yeah. Is it funny? Ironic. Sad, I think that's more... I guess so. <laughs> ironic because it's you think it's going to be a, a high school student. Well, do you think a mental dumb. age test can really reflect how mature no, you not, really are? No, not not accurately. No, not at all. I think okay, it could be used. It's it's ironic because you feel that way. But well, my point is that I think 
there are definitely teenagers that have the maturity of adults. Yes. I think you can call yourself an adult. Teachers call us adults, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, even in eighth grade, people, the teachers use the excuse as, like, maybe not excuse, but they were saying, you are basically adults now. You have or to be responsible. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're young adults. Let's go with the... Yeah, young adults. Which I think is a good term. I think it's a good term, yeah. I, I, I think teachers use it too often to, to like, excuse bad behavior. But otherwise, I think it's a good term. Um... But my, the seventh grade and the eighth grade field trip were basically the closest I've ever been to like having like full independence. It was just a field trip, like an overnight field trip, where in seventh grade I was like staying in a bunk with my friends in like these like log cabins at a uh, YMCA, and another one in the eighth grade uh, we just stayed in a hotel with uh, mm-hmm. some group buddies. But uh, otherwise, it, it was just us by ourselves. No, that's the thing. Like, I think that. But it was great. Mo- See, I think that thing. most teenagers don't get this experience of being independent, truly independent. Because I think that a lot of them aren't mature enough to do this, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying that you're ma- mature. It's just that many people aren't given the opportunity to. Like, this no, is a I very rare opportunity. I had to jump at it, you know? Yeah. I was lucky to have this I'd be so nervous, though. That I oh, don't know the, if the I'd be first able to day, I, I had to study, like, the, the, the map of the, like, the train, right? Mm-hmm. And all the, like, the transfers I'd make. Yeah. But you get more comfortable as you go. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. When you got back to America after this whole internship thing, how was your rekindling with society, American society? Um, I got back late August, right? Mm-hmm. So just in time for school. Okay. So I had a couple of days to just get back in tune. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was much I had to adjust to. Uh, definitely they were just like the lack of independence right that I had yeah not that like I don't appreciate what I have right mm-hmm. it's just but that it's different you know but I feel like it in in my life if that were to happen to me if I were to have that such an opportunity mm-hmm. when I were to come back I'd not feel an adjustment and I'd feel like I have more independence than I already have and so I want to prove it to my parents that I do have this the ability to be independent and then mm-hmm. they wouldn't allow me to have such independence, and then they would oh, be well a that's big a thing. battle. I've always, I've been a pretty independent person all my all my life. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad was always at work. My mother was always helping him out at work. Uh, a lot of times, even if I was there, I'd always just be like in the corner of our family restaurant, mm-hmm. doing working on the computer and doing my own stuff, right? Right. And grow and growing up, it, it was a, it was um, it was an amplified version of that, you know. Uh, be at home doing whatever I want, learning, like coding or whatever I want to learn about, you know. Mm-hmm. And oh, I get it. I, I've always been, it's always been that way. My mm-hmm. parents have always, I've grown since I've grown up that way. My parents, parents know about that. They know that you know I'll do whatever I have to get done by myself, you know. So if you were to say, okay, mom, dad, I'm gonna go walk to Chase's house. Well, Chase, we also live in an area where. Uh, there isn't much convenience in regards to transportation. Oh, no, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I hate it. But, like, if I had a car, right, and mm-hmm. if I say, yo, I'm going to go head over to Chase's house. I think a car, I think a car is different because once you oh, have in, a car, in you're where basically we live, obligated to just, st- like, leave. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think a car definitely liberates you. Yeah, it's like once you get a car, it's basically your ticket to say to your parents, Hey, I'm. I have this car. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like if you have a bike, a bike, it, it's different. Yeah. It's like yeah, with a bike and a and a car, you can do the same exact things, but a car means so much. A more. car is definitely a symbol of of maturity. The, would you say? I wouldn't say maturity. No, I think it's the a symbol of the first step to adulthood, if anything. Hmm. Or you know a I symbol mean? of adulthood in general it's just I want to yeah. say the first steps because again mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. yeah. Um, so um we are 30 minutes into the 30 minute mark what what the fuck did I just say <laughs> yeah yeah what the fuck did I just yeah. we are <laughs> we are at the 30 minute mark so let's transition into our second topic for today which is loneliness 
So instead of just me talking all the time, we can both <laughs> we can both uh, elaborate on our personal views on loneliness. I think. Do you feel lonely, Chase? Despite like you know, having friends and having people there for you. When I'm by myself in my own room, yes. And it comes. Oh, there's a difference very... between being alone and being lonely. You know. No, I know. I'm not. I'm. Yeah, let me make that distinction. I can be alone, but if I'm doing something, uh, I'll be fine. But the mm-hmm. moment where I'm doing something, like something, let's say I'm passionate about, like coding mm-hmm. or whatever, you get in the zone. I get in that zone. Mm-hmm. But then once I get, know exactly like, what you mean. I've done enough work, and I think I should take a break. Mm-hmm. But I don't really take a break where I like go on my phone or something, and I just kind of sit there, like, okay, I lost my motivation for the day. I'll leave it for another day, aka tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I I get into this weird half state where I'm like, I have I have nothing else to do. I mean, I do have stuff to do. I have more like homework I have to get finished done, but mm-hmm. it, it's so odd. I just go silent, and then mm-hmm. like maybe I'll be like, okay, maybe I will go on a break, and then I'll call up Isabella, but mm-hmm. then I just won't talk to her. <laughs> I, okay. I'll just kind of like I'll just let her talk, and I'll just be silent. And it's it's not any kind of like I'd call it a loneliness, even though it's kind of me just having a lack of motivation. It's me just kind of feeling empty, like there's nothing left, like of my energy. Jesus. So that's that's recently, like very recently. Mm-hmm. This happens like at least once a day. But obviously, it's you know you snap out of it. Obviously. Okay. Um, but uh, previously, I think the darkest, like, most loneliest time in my life was eighth grade, for sure. Because, uh... You know what I just realized? All right, yeah. hold on. Hold your thought. Yeah. I feel like if an adult were to hop onto our podcast and they hear us talking about, like, just our lives in general, just because we're 15 and 16, and they hear us say, oh, we're back in eighth grade, right? They think, wow, this is so stupid. These kids are th- talking about eighth grade like their whole life has passed them. I feel like we have, to, I feel like um, people disregard what we're saying because of the context. You know what I'm saying? I think some people would. But I feel I like some. I feel like a lot of people would disregard what we're saying because of the context, just because of our age. I want to. I want to make which kind of relates to the whole the relates to the maturity thing because I think we're both um, mature people, right? Mm. I think we still have a lot to talk about. I I don't I, I want to make such a generalization as to say all adults. I'm not saying all, but I think a, a lot or, of adults. Or would. even most adults. I I think most adults would find it pleasing that two high school students were to make something at, like this podcast to just to talk about life. Mm-hmm. Cuz th- right. that's what this is. It's it's just it's stories it's our opinions it's just life. Life of a high school student. I guess so, I guess you're right because lo- life isn't necessarily life is universal. You're right. And so far we haven't really talked about like like kind of like a fever dream of high school students where it's just like oh I went uh, I woke up I did my homework and uh, like I went to basketball practice or something and then I peaking uh, high school you're right yeah yeah or I went to a party and then I went home and I slept oh you know I didn't do my homework today <laughs> no it's I feel like it's for, it's different okay t- Chase it's about that time for you to rant about whatever you're saying because I ran out of water <laughs> well okay I'll be right back <laughs> no wait hold on let's what? just uh. Let's pause for a moment, because I don't really want to rant without you. And we're back, and I have some water. I am hydrated now. Um, Chase, we were talking about loneliness and... And adulthood. And adulthood, <laughs> right. Adulthood. Okay. So, I have a question for you that I, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious about your your specific stance on it. On how to cope. Cope with... With, with temporary... Loneliness, not like okay. So, I'm uh. Let me explain my views on loneliness real quick and my my experiences with it. Um. I've been lonely for a long time, Mm. and I've kind of learned how to live with it, right? And I definitely can answer your question about loneliness because I I found a solution to it, right? But regardless, um, I feel lonely like, all, 
most of the day maybe you know this is this sounds depressing but i swear it's not i'm literally fine to any listeners out there um any at all <laughs> if, uh, if, if it's just one listener um but yeah i do feel lonely um but you know we're 16 i know it'll get better that's what people 16 oh my god shut up chase <laughs> i'm sorry i'm Anyways, so young it will <laughs> people keep saying it's gonna get better and sometimes you think hey it's probably not gonna get better but i guess i'll just live through it you know but yeah i do feel lonely and um whenever i'm just laying in bed at night and can't sleep it's kind of like that's when it creeps up on you you know no I, I totally get you yeah so i'm um, coping with loneliness i would say uh just find a hobby you know find a project no, I, I, I completely agree with you. That's you just the just, way I've been fixing it. You have to find a way to just, like, pass It sounds like you're just distracting yourself from it, but it works, you know? <laughs> I, honestly, that's kind of just what it is. It just works, you know? Because, like, personally, I've been working on some coding, some robot shit, you know? Some real like, nerd crap. Yeah, okay, listen. Being real here. Just do whatever makes nerds. you happy, you know? We are both nerds. You mm-hmm. don't do sports, right? I don't believe. Oh. And neither do I. Right. So we need a way... To pass the time within our own house, besides him working, I mean this. I think this applies for me even more so than you. Mm-hmm. Like, you get home and you're in your house. You get home and at the when the school ends, you don't stay after school for clubs, or I don't at least. And then uh, you get home, and now you have to pass the time. Mm-hmm. Homework really won't take that long, so I just spend the next couple hours the rest of the day essentially just procrastinating <laughs> my homework mm-hmm. and i procrastinate by watching youtube um working on coding yeah working on the stuff you like yeah working on my my video game that and I'm that's the kind of stuff that just you know distracts you from the loneliness if you ever feel it i feel like everyone can relate to this topic because despite however popular you are despite how many friends you have you're gonna feel lonely at one point you know but i want to i want to touch on something even though like i use my computer and my phone to distract myself using it in a productive manner yeah not only am i using it in a productive manner but when my parents like let's say i did something wrong and my parents say i'm gonna take your phone or i'm gonna take your computer it doesn't really matter to me because you take away my phone well okay i don't have i can't communicate with some people now specifically mm-hmm. some people because i can just use, just use discord through um my mm-hmm. computer all right now i just have my computer okay if you take away my computer and now i don't have my phone or my computer well, I guess I'll do homework. What happens when I finish my homework? Well, I s- sit in my bed and just kind of... Well, you have to find alternatives to whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. You find an alternative. You draw it's, or whatever, it's, you know? It's not... Yeah, it's, write, exactly. write a song. Right. Play, play an right. instrument. I, dude, you're exactly right. So it's like when people say, oh, you're always on your phone. It's like, okay, well, would you rather me play the guitar and wake you up at 10 o'clock? That's true. <laughs> That's true. I guess people can think like that. That's just one thing I don't like about like parents in general, just because. Okay, I don't think you don't like that about parents. I think, okay, it's been around for ages. Parents will take something away from you if you do something wrong. It's just natural. It just happens to be that the thing you like right now is technology, or many kids like right right now is technology, and that just happens to be important to you, so they'll take that away because they deem it as a distraction. And they can be right. Yes, no, I I completely agree with you. They can be right. But what insults me is when you take my phone and say, this is going to fix the problem. You see, it won't fix anything because the phone is the solution. Or technology itself is the solution in your situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, depending on what like you did wrong in order to get your phone taken away. Get anything taken away, you know? Because I feel like the things you're doing, as long as you're using them in a productive manner, they should never be taken away because you're doing something productive. Mm-hmm. I feel like the only time when it's good for like your parents to like, take your phone and take your computer is when... You're not actually doing your homework. You're just doing something mindless, you know? Yeah. Like Twitter or like whatever. If, yeah. Or at, not take, more like... Restrict your access. You, rest, not, no, not, I don't like restrictive access, because that just pisses me off even more than... It's just like, just, at that point, just take my phone. Okay. I, I'd say, like... Convince me to want to do my homework, essentially. I mean, I know that's not their job. But if, I, if I'm on my phone and I'm not doing my homework, I must have a reason for it. There must be a reason mm-hmm. why I'm not doing my homework. And 
if I'm not doing my yeah. homework and let's say it's getting late, that means I can trust in myself that I'm gonna get it done anyway, like regardless. Do you so. get your Do you get your stuff taken away a lot or something? Like, no, no, I don't. Um, that that does that hardly happens never, to me. No, no, yeah, it never happens to me. Not like. Yeah, I think it's only but happened I'm like. I'm sure a, there are a people out there who can relate to the topic. Yeah, you know. and I know uh, my girlfriend. Yeah, shout out to the six-year-olds listening out there. <laughs> my girlfriend. I'm kidding. Gets I'm kidding. Her phone. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Taken away a lot. I know you're kidding. I know you're kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, just th- that the the way parents do like the whole punishment thing, where it's like, okay, you're gonna lose something you love. Mm-hmm. It's you're not fixing the problem. It's like if you're, yeah. let's say, you don't eat your veggies, something stupid like that, right? Timmy, right, you're not eating your broccoli. I'm gonna take away your uh, your DS. Right. It's like <sighs> n- no, you you under you have to understand the problem is they don't want to eat the the veggies. Why do they not want to eat the veggies? How do I make them eat the veggies? By taking away their DS, it's not gonna want make them want to <laughs> eat their fucking veggies. It's like oh man, I don't have my DS. I guess the only thing I can do is shove broccoli down my throat. <laughs> it's not. It's just. It's like it's. I, I I think the solution to any problem for a kid at least our age is to sit them down and give them a fucking good reason why you should be not doing the thing that you're doing. Timmy, broccoli makes you strong. I swear. I swear. I swear by it. I think you're definitely right, though. I think there has to be a clear explanation as to why. Your parents care about you, and they're making choices for you that are important and that are healthy, right? I am kind of. Uh, you you're gonna say you disagree with that? No, I'm, no, I'm not gonna say I disagree with that. But I, I'm, I. For me personally, if my parents told me not to do something, I'll ask why. I'm like, okay, well, why shouldn't I do it? I, it's like a genuine question, mm-hmm. not like a kind of like a talk backing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And if they say because I said so, I'm gonna say well that's not a answer and therefore mm-hmm. you do you want me to stop for selfish reasons or otherwise and so i'm just going to keep doing it because if you can't give me a good answer then therefore it's th- there is no answer y- you get what i'm getting at right i feel you okay sometimes i feel at, like right? they're just they don't they don't want to go through the hassle of explaining the many reasons why they do something you know but at least you can at least give the common courtesy of an of a simple explanation I guess you could, but uh, it's not something I ever worry about. I think the only time that's, like, appropriate is for younger kids. Well, I guess it is difficult for parents to, to for some parents to understand that you are growing and that you deserve to know the reasons why some things happen. Mm. Like, if you were were an adult and you were going to go drive somewhere Mm -hmm. and your parents said, no, you can't drive. But you don't know why it's fine. Okay. I don't know. I guess that's a good example. It's like, okay, well, why am I not going to dr- I don't want you to drive. Okay, but but, but why? <laughs> like, I, I need an answer. I guess, that's an exa- I guess that's a good example of your point. Yeah. That, that's how I feel a lot of the time. It's just like, but it's like, a, it's like a mystery that I'm trying to figure out. If you could just say, oh, I don't want you to go out. I don't want you to go out. Um, the gas is low. It's like, well, that's all you had to say. <laughs> Okay, you have that's a good point. That's all you had to say. You you had, that's all one. you had to say. Or it's like, oh, it's snowing outside. Did you not see it's snowing outside? It's like, oh, I didn't know it was snowing outside. You're right. Because if you're right, you're right, and I'll agree with you. It's snowing outside, Timmy. Are you stupid? <laughs> if you're wrong, maybe I'll humor you, but, like, humor. Humor. Is that the word? <laughs> yeah, humor you. So. Humor you. But it's. I'm still, like... Like I just I wanted I never get the answer that I like and this this doesn't just go for parents this goes for everybody like that I hang around with even specifically my friends like I'll ask them a question and they just won't give me an answer and I'm like but but you're not getting to like the deep rooted issue that I'm curious about like um. <laughs> No, you know, no. Never mind. I'm, d- I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with my rant. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm actually for. quite interested in everything you have to say. Yeah, I had a question. I had a, I had a question to my friend about entropy. entropy. The, re- the reason I didn't want to, I didn't want to get into it, is because it's a bunch of nerd shit. What's entropy? Entropy is the measure of disorder. What? The measure of disorder. So if you, let's say you, <laughs> my, my teacher made this example if you were to clean your room 
over time it gets messy, therefore entropy increases. That's very simple explanation. But if you were to have, you know how everything goes from a high to a low, like fluids go from a high to a low. They go from, uh, they, they try to reach equilibrium, right? Oh, okay. Right? Do you agree with me on that? Like, fluids go from a high to a low, then they reach equilibrium. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, let's say you have a, a bunch of gas in, like, one place, right? And a place where there's a little less gas. Okay, it'll spread out. Does that mean entropy is increasing or decreasing? That was my question, because I don't really know. If something is at equilibrium, well, it's all evenly spread out. So does that mean it's not disordered, or does that mean it's more disordered? That was my question. It's a good question. And so I tried to ask my friend, and they were just kind of avoiding the question by saying, no, it, uh, it's, it's one of the laws of thermodynamics that entropy is always increasing. Well, I'm like, but that's not my question. My question is, it should be increasing, so why am I wrong? <laughs> Or it should be decreasing, so why am I wrong? That's my... I, am, I couldn't get an answer out of him. And I kept pushing him until he said, you know what? It's because I don't know. <laughs> it's because I know the definition, but I don't know the explanation. The level of confusion on that is insane. You understand my confusion. No, 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 no. I'm confused by everything you just said, Chase. No, exactly. Y you get my confusion, then. I was confused. I am confused. I'm still confused. What? What, what did I just I'll boil hear? it. I'll I'll boil it down for you. Please. I had a question about a topic in chemistry. Right. And my friend said, "I know the what I have to know in the class okay. in order to get by. Okay. But if you were to push me on the details, I wouldn't know. Oh. Okay. That's all it is." See, this is why I don't want to really say it, because it, it gets kind of confusing. You don't say. But, yeah, obviously. It's a bunch of nerd shit. <laughs> but obviously, I was curious about it. I spent like 10 minutes talking about it. But I have this problem with everybody, where I ask a question, they don't answer it, I say answer my question, and then they kind of backtrack. or Because all they know is know. necessity. Or the requirements yes. for what they have to know. Okay. Right, right. Academically, yes. In just in the general sense, they just won't answer my question and it pisses me off. Okay. But that, that's, that's my rant and that was your rant. So, you, you've had your rant, I had my so, rant. So, is there anything about loneliness we haven't covered yet or that you still want to talk about? Um, no, I think everything else I want to talk about is more merely just private okay so um that sounded like i cut you off very abruptly <laughs> no no not at all um, um did i think wait hold on one more thing yeah you go. wanted to talk about the podcast itself yes i was actually gonna transition to that right now so we're now on the ninth episode of the podcast yes. okay we're now on the ninth episode of the podcast right and uh i want to address the podcast itself and why we're doing it I, don't, I think we might have brushed over this topic a bit, but multiple times. And I think yeah. I've talked about. I talked. I think I talked about this earlier. I think I said something about adults neglecting the opinions of teenagers. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. You went over. And I think well, the main I when we when we thought about creating the podcast, we had the idea that we wanted to put our opinions out there so that maybe mm -hmm. if so everyone could hear what we had to say from two. Uh, not completely mature teenagers, but definitely uh, more mature. Mm. I want more above average. We wanted mature. To, I wouldn't say I'm 100% yeah. mature. We wanted to tell <laughs> others about our opinions. We wanted to tell people our views, right? And I think it's going very successful right now. I think we're actually providing a very entertainment, for entertaining um, source for that, right? Right. And because I feel like the media and adults don't really take in what teenagers have to say, because. We, the whole th our title is more meaningful than many people think. And Chase, yeah. do you want to explain the title? Because um, the title of 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 like each episode of the podcast itself. Up next. Well, I think I made it. No, I said I wanted it to originally be next, next up, up. But up next just sounds naturally better. It. But the, the meaning of I, the name. 
Oh, no, you go, you go, you go. No, you, you know what? You go. I feel like you understand it more, even though I came up okay, with this. Okay, so... <laughs> Because cause we, we wanted to, like, we we an, analyzed different podcasts, like Ear Biscuits by Rhett and Link, um, the Joe Rogan show. Like, Joe, Joe Rogan Experience. Joe Rogan Experience, right. Um, there was another one that I remember, like Two Peas two in a Pod or something mm. like that. Um, or Two Peas in a Podcast or something like that. Like that. Mm-hmm. And we wanted them, if we were going to make a podcast, we wanted to make it important and symbolic. Right. And we thought all these creative names that meant something to the creators, and since we have this whole idea about our uh, our opinions being heard and being acknowledged, because we are indeed like gonna be like the next adults, you know, that's where the whole name up next comes from. Because what like list like to you guys and us, we're, we're gonna be the adults that might neglect the opinions of teenagers you know mm-hmm. and we're, we are aiming not to do that because we said it earlier maturity isn't isn't set to one level per like to an age you know mm-hmm. so that's the meaning of our name in case anyone of you guys were wondering but um we are the next generation right and that's we're one that's of them it. at least at least one of and we're uh, yeah. yeah and we're up so. back so we gotta put our opinions out there while we can you know <laughs> you know this is going to be a great way to like see our growth if we actually oh, do definitely either keep, we keep, keep doing, doing this consistently or if we look on we'll yeah. uh, look back on this and i don't know we can look back this uh, look back on this in a year or two and be like whoa my voice <laughs> sounds weird <laughs> anyways oh god it's abnormally high we're at 53 Ugh. minutes do you have anything else you want to say to the viewers just to thank you for listening. We've done this for the last couple episodes, but um, we, mm-hmm. we definitely are grateful for the support and the listens that you guys have been giving. Especially on Ethan's side. <laughs> Listen, just because it's on my side doesn't mean it's not accompanying you. No, I know. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys for listening to the Up Next podcast. Uh, leave a review on iTunes, and we will read it aloud on the next episode. Um. Mm-hmm. Wow, we really talked about the sandwich crisis. Yeah, that was 99% of it. Hey, do you want to plug your uh, Instagram? No. Okay, never mind. Uh, I was going to say, if you do it, I'll do it. I think we talked about this on the first episode. I don't really like social media. Me neither, but, like, you never know. But you never know. So uh, thank you guys for listening to this this episode of the Up Next Podcast. Hopefully you guys learned a little bit something, uh, even if it was About about us. Mostly me and my sandwich crisis or my traumatic <laughs> experience on the train or yeah. how both of us get lonely or you know jeez that sounds terrible just learned sad. about the origins of the name of the podcast mm-hmm. uh yeah bye hopefully we'll um have uh, that special soon oh the video podcast right mm-hmm. uh we have no idea when that's coming up uh probably this weekend maybe this nope, weekend super busy mm-hmm. Alright, never mind. <laughs> oh, maybe next weekend? Wait, Wait hold on. Maybe next weekend? Wait, mon- Monday? Are you off Monday? I am off Monday, but I also have plans. Fuck, okay. <laughs> okay, um, so... Alright, right, uh, bye guys. Bye! <laughs>